depressed. Where do you want to go? Zimbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. Four steps in a new direction. The Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there. And you should Order your copy of America on DVD. Have your credit card ready. On the mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin, up to already raucous debate, went on Twitter and called on peaceful Muslims. Yo, sensory deception. You ain't censoring shit. Yo. Yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. And yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my. Yo. Senselessness has got me sensing less Nonsensical sentences from the censorship Five senses regret, depressants, stimulants Sensory perception, deception, we on defense Intentionally intense, technical events Unintellectually affecting us through television sets Couch potato brain, but vegetated as stew They regulated my views through entertainment and news Infiltrated education, product placement in schools How I'm rocking my hat, how I'm lacing my shoes Eating the shit, the media's false feeding You got little girls reading to believe me I believe it, bro, everyone's to blame All became a part of this, blinded by the greed We couldn't see the harm in this Artists are charging marketing offices Planting the artificial seeds and harvesting the narcissists Yo, it's sensory deception You can't censor my perception Hey, yo, it's sensory deception You can't censor my, censor my job Hey, yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it Love it, I hate it, don't want it there I need it, it's sensory deception You can't censor my perception Hey, yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, hate Yo, it's mass murder by Frank Furters and hamburgers Supersize your suicidal pack Arrival, uno dollar, you and swallow that Superficial world where everything's a fallacy High speed, hook up, disconnect us from reality All knowing Android, avoid us from thinking Jim Jones, pop, cold, poison, punch, drinking We are at war with your Repetitive lines, hypnotized subconsciousness Rebellious rhymes, sabotage their reconnaissance Supreme dominance over the whole populace Hollowed out my head and filled the void with empty promises Bionic, I'm finding it ironic They're cutting down the truth to write lies on it Sexual saturation, instant gratification Consume a nation, missing imagination Mass communication, trapped in isolation Handful of corporations Got a grip on all the stations You know why? It's sensory deception You can't censor my perception Hey yo, it's sensory deception
show. Hey yo, I took it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Love it, I hate it, don't want it dead. I need it. It's sensory deception. Who cares? Says I'm my perception. Hey yo, I touch it, taste it, smell it, hear it, see it, love it, hate it. Don't want it dead, but I need it. What I need, what I need, what I need. Why? Ah, 'cause sensory deception. nights at 8 p.m. on RazRadioLive.com. Follow one man's journey down the never-ending rabbit hole to find out what the truth is. All I'm offering is the truth. Scott Ledger is your distinguished host for Dangerous Conversation. Give Scott a call at 941-421-0401. No matter what side of the fence you are on, he'll talk to you. Everyone from Tucker Carlson... Take some mushrooms and squeegee your third fucking eye. ...to Waterhead from the LRWS. Sometimes the weak ones need to do drugs and they need to die out. Thomas, what drugs have you done? Give me a list. You have an opinion about drugs, but you've never done any. Dangerous Conversation, every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. on RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth.
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Just the truth, nothing more, my friends. Welcome to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com, and Radio Chaos. It is February 2nd, 2016. I know, I know, it's still going to keep moving. I, I still never end up not surprised at how quickly it goes. Got a lot of things planned for tonight, a lot of a lot of different news articles I want to touch on. I have a another show host joining me in the second hour. His name's Kevin Holly. I joined him on a show a few weeks ago. He doesn't think like I do, completely. He's getting there. I'm educating him as I can, if you will. And I will continue to reach out to people and try to educate them. We'll probably go back and forth. He's going to hopefully ask me some questions and pick in my brain a little bit. I like doing that because it makes me think harder. It makes me reach down into my brain to remember what I need to remember. So that'll be fun in the second hour. First hour, we're going to do the normal things. You know, we're going to just talk bullshit. We're going to, I'm going to share my views on the news I've got in front of me and what I've seen the past week, maybe two. You know, I don't get the things every week, so I might get to something that I planned on getting to last week. But we'll get to it. You know, last week, Greg, I want to thank Greg Knight again. Uh, for joining me in studio, it was it was a blast having him here. It sounded so good, uh, and and I look forward to it again. I think the end of February he'll be coming uh, back in studio with me, and Scott Rickard will be joining me next week. My favorite favorite guest, one of my favorite guests. I got a lot of favorite guests, uh, so that'll be a good show next week with him. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope everybody had a good week. I hope you know nothing crazy happened in your world that. That brought it down or made it hard to deal with. You know, that that happens. We have to deal with, with life. And it cannot be fun sometimes. I talked with uh, Shannon Burke today. You know, I do the segment on ShannonBurke.com. Uh, conspiracy Corner, we call it. And I get to share my views to more people than just the normal people that listen to me. And it's fun doing that. And we got into societal problems. And, and we talked about... Food stamps and and, uh, and and entitlements, and how you know what there is place for them, but unfortunately they've been taken over. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things that not everybody needs. Some people could use it. I I I've used it. I've had a, a leg up before with some food stamps when we first had our son here. So I I don't knock people for for wanting or needing help. But I think it's gotten out of hand where we sit today with entitlements and, and how, I mean, people are on them for way too long and they're getting way too much. But again, like I said, I do believe there is time and place for them where they can be useful, where they can uh, you know help somebody. We'll probably talk a little bit about the, uh, the shooting in Oregon. Uh, I've got my views. I believe that he was uh, initially shot 
and that's why his hands came down. That's just my belief. I'd like to hear the audio from this video that we're seeing. I'm sure they'll claim there's no other video, and none of those none of those federal vehicles had dash cams, and nobody had body cameras on, and there's no audio of what happened. So it's really hard to determine what really happened if we don't have audio. Of course, though, our buddies at Anonymous, uh, you know, right on the on the headline of this, I wanted to play this for everyone if it wants to play, if you will. Is, is throwing their hat in the in the game of going, what's going on out there, and I, I it's one of those things, man. It, it's I, I support what they were doing. I support the cause. I have, I, and I know it's hard. I have my question with the process they went through, but that's what they felt they were left with, and it's a sin to see to watch that video. And to have the beliefs that some of us have. You know, we look at that and we we feel that he was gunned down in cold-blooded murder. Or just to stop, you know, try to cut the head off of the snake. I don't know. It's just one of those really hard situations that we're looking at. And And do we go back to 1776? Is it time for all to take up arms and stand against the atrocities we're seeing all around? And I don't just mean with the BLM, with many a different things we see. It's it's frustrating. It it it's deterring. We watch all these different events going on, these things that that we don't have a lot of control over. You know, all we want when you don't have control anymore, it really makes it hard to to live life, to be able to. Not worry about these things. Like I've said before, do you really think I want to sit around and and do this all the time? I know Jack has said the same thing. You know, we would all just much rather live our lives happy without all this junk going on. On a positive note, here in, in Florida at least, uh, we're finally getting another step closer to medical marijuana. John Morgan leads charge to get medical marijuana back on the Florida ballot, and it seems that we have got it. 
We at Morgan & Morgan are happy to announce that two years after it failed to get enough votes, medical marijuana is back on the Florida ballot. Attorney John Morgan, our firm's founder and vocal advocate for medical marijuana legalization in Florida, announced that this Amendment 2 would be included in the 2016 ballot. The announcement comes just days before the February 1st deadline to get the signatures necessary to be included on the ballot. Compensation is coming, John said in a news release. This November, Florida will pass this law and hundreds of thousands of sick and suffering people will see relief. I really hope that we can do it this time. Uh, last time, because this is a, a constitutional amendment, uh, Florida constitutional amendment, we are required to have 60 votes, 60 percent of the vote. I wish it was only 60 votes. <laughs> Whoa. 60 percent of the votes for the amendment. We had 58.2 percent at the last run at this. A lot of people that fought against it are not fighting against it as hard as they were before. So I'm really, really hoping, hoping, hoping that this will be the year that we can finally get it. Like I've said before, I got a lot of family members that could benefit. I know a lot of people that could benefit from it being legal here. So it's time. If you're listening to me and you're in Florida, get out there, talk to people. You know, make sure they understand how important this is for your loved ones. If you have loved ones or even for yourself, if it's, if it's, you know, if it'll help you. So that's a positive thing we got going. I don't have very many positive stories. It's unfortunate. I would love to have more positive stories, but it's hard to do. You know, we, we talked a few weeks ago about how Obama was going to try to use executive orders and different methods to get gun control, you know, where it needs to be, where he would like it to be. The Washington Examiner put out a story, uh, was the White House won't say if it's behind Facebook gun ban. Now, I'll be honest, I never went to Facebook to look to purchase a gun. I didn't even know that people are selling guns on Facebook. And I've enjoyed the memes of the cans of soda with the gun in front of it for sale. Very cute, guys. Nice way around it. Of course, uh, I'm sure eventually they'll just say no pictures of guns at all. Can't have gun pictures on Facebook anymore. But the White House won't say if it's been associated with this. Now, I haven't watched this news story, so it's going to be kind of new to me to see what they say in it. Hopefully it's not too long. But uh, I, I didn't, you know, were they involved? Did the did the White House have anything to do with Facebook saying, you can't sell guns anymore here? No more. Don't do it. Can't do it. Gun enthusiasts in America may have to work a little harder in the future when buying weapons online. Facebook has announced a ban on users from coordinating person-to-person sales of firearms. The company has come under fire of late for its use to sidestep background checks on gun purchases. And following a continued string of mass shootings in the US, President Barack Obama has urged social media companies to clamp down on gun sales organized on their sites. Earlier this month, the president announced a series of executive orders to tighten regulations on firearm sales, including those conducted online. The ban will cover platforms including Facebook, used by 1.59 billion people every month, and Instagram, used by a further 300 million. It will prevent users from using their personal profiles to advertise guns for sale or to arrange purchases between users. 
Licensed retailers, however, will be allowed to continue advertising firearms on Facebook for transactions outside of the company's service. Now, what if I'm using my direct messenger to orchestrate sales of firearms? Are they going to be uh, watching for keywords and direct messages in order to prevent you from being able to do that? I mean, that's kind of an interesting question. Yeah, I, I can see uh, removing posts. They do that all the time with things they shouldn't anyway. So, uh be interesting. Be very, very interesting. So the White House on Monday Monday refused to say whether Facebook's recent dis- decision to ban users users from facilitating the sale of guns, parts, and ammunition was a result of pressure from the Obama administration. We welcome this step, White House spokesman Josh Ernest said on Monday, just days after Facebook's Friday announcement. We talked about how the Internet is a loophole for people seeking to buy guns without undergoing background checks, he said. It's a common-sense effort to put to prevent guns from easily falling into the hands of criminals or other individuals who shouldn't be allowed to ac- have access to guns. The, Obama administra- the, or the administration has met with social media and technology companies to discuss how to close the Internet loophole on gun sales, but Ernest said he could not say if Facebook's decision was the result of any specific request from anyone in the administration. Hmm. So did uh, did they collude together again? Did they work together to prevent us from selling our guns on the Internet? Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. If a bad guy wants to get a gun, bad guy's going to get a gun. It doesn't matter what we do. Fine. Facebook, I won't sell my gun on Facebook. I promise not to do that. First of all, I'm not going to sell my guns. I might buy one off of Facebook, though, if they offer it to me to you know, buy it, to be honest with you. It's just the way, you know, that's just the way it should be. I'll have to check that out later, Greg. I can't check it right now. A few weeks ago, we talked about, uh, talked about a, a young man who was having some mental breakdown, not acting quite properly in his house, beating stuff with a bat. Not people. Father calls the police. Calls the downstairs neighbor who rents from him, says, got the cops coming over, watch for him. And the cop ends up shooting the downstairs neighbor, nice old lady, and the kid as he's coming down the steps. It just gets crazier from there. Not only did this cop not face charges, but the Chicago cop plans on suing a state of teen he killed because he was left with emotional distress. The Chicago police officer who shot and killed a teenager wielding a baseball bat, along with an innocent bystander last month, plans to sue the teen's estate because of the emotional distress he has suffered since killing them both. Robert Rialamo, has, who has been on the force for three years, said he was in fear for his life. That old gag. When he killed Laguerre the day after Christmas. He also said he did not notice Betty Jones behind the door of the two-story house. You know, the person that opened the door for him. Jones, 55, lived downstairs. Laguerre, 19, was visiting his parents from college who lived upstairs. His father, Antonio Laguerre, who owned the house and rented the downstairs flat to to Jones, had called police saying his son was having a mental episode and trying to break the bedroom down with a bat. It has since been discovered that Quintonian, the uh, son also called 911 three times, asking for help, giving dispatchers the home address, but only referring to himself as Q. 
As a result, he was hung up on. Minutes later, Antonio called police. He then called Jones to tell her to be on the lookout for police. It was around 4.20 a.m. When Ralimo arrived, Jones apparently opened the door and Quintino came running down the stairs with the bat. Ramio opened fire, killing them both. Both bodies were inside the doorway in the in the hallway. Ramio was said to have been standing on the curb, according to NBC Chicago. Uh, Laguerre was shot six times, including two graze wounds, as well as one on the left side of his chest, lower left side of his back, and right buttocks and left arm. And Jones was shot once in the heart. One shot, one kill for her. He just got lucky. The hitter there killed her instantly, probably. I just can't believe that this guy actually uh, says here, Relly Mo, that's the cop, planned, planned lawsuit appears to be a defensive move against the lawsuits filed by the families of the victim. But maybe he figures he can end up owning the home where he killed two. And the video below is anterior, blah, 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 about the uh, interview after the shooting. So that's just uh, pitiful. Pitiful that that he could do this and then be the one doing the act and and then say, "Oh, I fared for my life and I I have emotional problems now. I I can't handle that. I murdered two people and got away with it. I'm not going to jail for it. <laughs> you want some money from me, though? Ridiculous." Absolutely ridiculous. It just goes to show the mentality of of what these people think. Like, really, how how could you think that way? What makes any sense to think that you did that as part of your job? And now you're going to sue people. And if it is a defensive thing, I hope that when he ends up losing the lawsuits that are brought against him, I hope he loses a lot of money, which he won't because taxpayers will pay for it. Again, ridiculous. Ludicrous, I say. Ludicrous. He's likely filed the case as a stopgap to the suit filed by the estate. Yeah, that's they did reference to that, Greg. So that is possible, you know. Still, man. It's just, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's something semi-entertaining. Uh, <clears throat> what time we got? I like Colbert, 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 however the hell you call whatever. And as we know, the uh, the caucuses were yesterday. I don't talk a lot about about the election crap because it's just that, election crap. You know, all of us still, yeah, it is still douchebaggery. Um, all of us. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I going to vote? I, I'm going to vote for a lot of different things, local stuff. Will I vote in the presidential election? Probably. Probably for Johnson, more than likely, if he's on the ballot. And people tell me I'm throwing my vote away. It's all right. It's my vote to throw away, right? So I found this very entertaining. So let's play something entertaining. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back and reload. How's that sound? anywhere once they get to know him okay so no one no one likes ted cruz mr trump a rebuttal i really do i'd like ted cruz a lot okay 
right out of the gate, there's a strong difference of opinion between our one candidate. Okay, uh, the next question is for you, uh, Donald. How do you feel about the people of Iowa and your chances with them? I love Iowa. We've done really well here. All right, fair, fair, very fairly stated. Mr. Trump, your thoughts? How stupid are the people of Iowa? We will find out on Monday. Now, gentlemen, if either of you win this nomination, you're likely to go up against Hillary Clinton. How do you assess her foreign policy experience? Hillary Clinton was the worst Secretary of State in the history of the United States. Worst in history? Huh. Mr. Trump, your thoughts? Hillary Clinton, I think, is a terrific woman. I mean, I'm a little biased because I've known her for years. I think she really works hard, and I think she does a good job, and I like her. That is a strong endorsement of Hillary Clinton from Donald Trump. That's got to hurt her in the polls. Now, for this next portion of the debate, uh, we're going to go and take questions from everyday Americans who are watching. Our first one comes from a Megan Kay who lives in 2011. Megan, uh, what is your question? Do you really think that you're a better moderator than I am? No, I could never beat you. That wouldn't even be close. There would be no contest. You have done a great job, by the way, and I mean it. That's a very positive message. How about you, Donald? I have zero respect for Megyn Kelly. I don't think she's very good at what she does. I think she's highly overrated. Now, I must warn you, sir. I must warn you to be careful, Mr. Trump. In the past, when you've turned against a woman that way, she ends up with half your assets. Now, Donald, if you yourself are elected... Who can we expect to see in your cabinet? We're going to have the smartest, the best negotiators in the world. And I know most of them. And believe me, I know people you never heard of who are better than the ones that you did hear of. That is an impressive list of no information. Now, I'll give you a chance here, Mr. Trump. Who do you have in mind for your cabinet? Together, Grimace. We could own this thing. Mr. Trump, it is, it is nice to see you finally reach out to a person of color. Well, all right then. Donald, thank you so much. It's been a great debate. It's been a great debate. Uh, Donald, Mr. Trump, I want to thank you both for being here tonight. For your final statements, you each have five seconds. What is the one thing you would like the American people to know about you? Believe me. I understand steaks. It's my favorite food. And may I say, sir, you are yourself impressively marbled. Now, Donald, your final statement. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Voters do like a family man. Well, that concludes the Late Show's 2016 Top Tremendous All-You-Can-Trump Luxury Presidential Debate. I want to thank Donald Trump for being just as divided as this country is. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Ryan. Four-Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four-Toad? Sure. Oh, Four-Dave. Dave. Dave. <laughs>
Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Fortoed. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must guard against
call into an internet radio station and complain to the host he's playing devil music, you might be Buzzard Bob. Don't be like this guy. Go to teespring.com forward slash D-O-N hyphen T hyphen B-E hyphen A hyphen Buzz hyphen Radio Live and buy one of these t-shirts. Or just go to TF52.com and click on the Don't Be a Buzzy t-shirt. It's only $21.99. That's cheaper than a bottle of Buzzy Shine. That tastes like shit! Get yours now, as you only have until February 11th to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. RazRadioLive.com, the simple power of truth. Hey, this is Steve from The Chocolate Drop. And if you haven't heard the show lately, here's a little bit of what you've been missing. My week is over, thank God. Uh, oh, God damn. See how Steve get down, right? He's wicked. You <laughs> say you wicked, Steve? I slap you again. Huh? There ain't no cameras in here. Um, I don't know what her problem was, why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. <laughs> you know somebody black to complain. <laughs> and they call me a racist. The back of the toilet looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> um, I don't like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> She ate a rubber glove and she had to have her dog. <laughs> insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, I don't like that. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. RazRadioLive.com and Salty Talk Radio. We talk about kidnapped, abducted, falsely imprisoned, tortured, and threatened with further torture without charge, without trial. Even many soldiers had said to me afterwards, was it hell if you weren't a terrorist when you came in here? By the time you leave, I'm sure you would be because of the way you've been treated. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories concerning the attacks of September the 11th. Malicious lies that attempt to shift the blame away from the terrorists themselves. Away from the guilty. People are always asking me, Yo, Gemini, what's your angle? Are you a devil or an angel? And I say both. As I continue to blame the Knights Templar and the Hospitallers. The real reason New York lost their towers. Don't sit back or hesitate to react to the impact. Many taking a nap. In fact, they would fake an attack to make way for the Patriot Act. Some say, hey, it ain't safe to say that, but it's the same game. Different name on the map as they place blame. And they aim at Iraq. It's a damn shame because they never claimed the hijack. Following the fiddle, one with a bound hero. The town hero responsible for ground zero. Objects in the mirror close and they appear so clear. Your ear to hear the sound of fear grow. Beware the eagle, the dragon, and the ego. And footage that they show that we are forced to see slow. Persecuted and disputed because of the queen. All the strings that control these kings come from below. Observe the nerve of this dark heart government. Thinking they can avoid a spark with another myth. Walk right up, take the ark of the covenant. The cards have been pulled by the shark, and I'm loving it. Look hard, and you will find seven heads of the beast behind 9 11. Wrapped in fallen. Even John Lennon couldn't imagine this modern day Armageddon We've been ambushed, pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning We've all been ambushed, pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning There is a chance for the President of the United States To use this disaster 
to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once, and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. From junior to senior to grapper, Prescott to the Nazi mouse house in the center at Epcot. Let's not forget the messed up mascot. Skull and bones digging up Geronimo's rest spot. These foam zones are not alone in their upset plot. These dark gnomes are part of so I take my best shot. With the heart of stones, they are prone to never get caught. Is there a cool phone details and emails on your desktop? Many be growing up gaudy like Mayor Giuliani. Practicing karate with the Illuminati. I taunt Kimosabi who's quick to kill somebody. For the love of mud, honey, or a little blood, money. I don't find these thugs funny. They sell drugs to bugs funny. Not that it's any of my business that I'm his adapty ducks, buddy. Just hide it when they Laugh at me and what my dreadlocks done When they kill tiny children Left many building blocks bloody The square and the compass and the almanac Are you aware that they're amongst us And it's all an act Semyeza and his Ezlub Now come crawling back Drove the bohemian grove Dressed all in black A serpent king worshipping a stone owl The dragon Ronald Reagan ain't Colin Powell Flipping scripture like Vanna White Showing a vowel We have to plan to fight And never throw in the towel We've been ambushed Pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed To know the ledge Pledge allegiance Not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning We've all been ambushed to the edge, persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge, pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning, never trust the bush unless it's burning. Remember this, your government funded and trained Al-Qaeda. Supreme Court's ruling that said that uh, we must conduct ourselves under the common article 3 of the Geneva Convention. And that common article 3 says that you know there will be no outrages upon human dignity. It's, 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 it's like it's very vague. What does that mean? RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com, and Radio Chaos. It is still the 2nd of February. It hasn't changed. Unless you're listening to replay, and then it is a different day. Sorry to confuse you, but that's what happens when you listen to uh, podcasts. I mean, it's live right now, so hey, it is the 2nd for you guys, right? And I know it's not RadioFreeBlood.com anymore. I keep forgetting that. Uh, if you want to listen to Jack on his show, which is uh, back as of yesterday. And it's, uh, well, it's 12 o'clock his time, so it's 3 o'clock here on the East Coast. When he goes live on uh, MixLR.com, just search for, I think it's Radio Free Blood, if I'm not mistaken. Or Jack Blood. Either one should bring it up for you. I'm going to get back into rebroadcasting him here again at least two days a week. Unfortunately, I have live shows at other times. Maybe I'll have them all five days, uh, at least the first hour. i got to contact with him and make sure that it's all good. This is Paper Tongues. I don't know. I just, they're a very religious group, but I just like their music. I don't know if you guys have ever heard them. Very interesting group. Very interesting. All right, let's get rid of them there. I wrote myself some notes during the break to make sure I touched on some things. 
Uh, one thing I'd like to touch on, if you didn't hear the commercial during the break, I, I, I do this every few months. I'll do a Teespring uh, campaign. It basically helps me pay for the stream, for the internet, um, phone lines, uh, which is Skype, obviously, for the different costs that I occur throughout a year running a radio station. I don't ask for donations, although I do have a donation bar. I try to provide something. So I do a T-shirt campaign uh, through Teespring. Great, great organization. I like the way they do their, their stuff. Costs me nothing. I make a little bit of money, and uh, everybody gets a T-shirt. So if you go to teespring.com and just search Don't Be a Buzzy or search Raz Radio Live or Raz Radio, uh, you'll find the T-shirt there. It's 20 bucks. Uh, it's a decent design. If you don't know who Buzzy is, uh, you've probably heard him at one point in time or another on some radio station because the guy shows up everywhere. It doesn't matter if, if, if uh, he's called Coast to Coast. He calls used to call Bubba. He used to call Shannon. I, all these different. He just, every he's a truck driver. So all he does is drive and call radio shows. So you don't want to be a buzzy. Make sure you get a don't be a buzzy shirt. That's all I can say about that one. <laughs> so we got that out of the way. Uh, we talked about John Morgan and how he's got uh, medical marijuana here in Florida moving in the proper direction. Well, that's great. That's what we want. We definitely need to get uh, at least, at the very least, the medical end, you know, legalize, decriminalize, make it so people can get medicine. Now, of course, I'm 100% for uh, decriminalization. I don't think there should be any federal laws uh, in relation to that. Now, what happens at the state level is up to you. You live where you want to live. If it's at least to a state level and we can go somewhere, we're good. It's all good then. One of the things that, one of the stories that really upset me this week, and it's a relation to, to medical marijuana. U.S. veterans, children taken away over the use, over his use of medical marijuana. When Raymond Schwab talks about his case, his voice teeters between anger and sadness. People who don't understand the medical value of cannabis are tearing my family apart, says the Kansas father and U.S. veteran who has a prescription for marijuana in neighboring Colorado where it is legal. Nine months ago, Schwab tried to move to Colorado to grow medical marijuana for fellow veterans. While he and his wife were preparing were there preparing for the move, the state of Kansas took five of their children, aged 5 to 16, into custody on suspicion of child endangerment, ensnaring the family in interstate marijuana politics. Cases like the Schwab's have become a, a lightning rod for, for ma- marijuana activists and have left courts, family attorneys, and child protective services unsure of where the lines are drawn in this brave new world of legalized cannabis. There's still a stigma against parents who use medical marijuana, says Jennifer Annie, a family law attorney who says she sees around five similar cases a month, in in 95% of which she believes the child was in no reasonable danger as much as marijuana is moving is a moving target throughout the nation with child protective services it's even more so now it's okay and it does, this doesn't come up at all in this story it's okay for that parent to take a Prozac and maybe a painkiller and then this other drug that they need to take and this other drug which completely spaces them out sometimes makes them violent and angry 
A lot of people believe the shootings, the parents that kill their kids are, are based on pharmaceuticals. But nobody cares about that. We're all worried about cannabis, a plant. There's still a stigma against parents who use medical marijuana, says Jennifer. Oh, I said I read that, didn't I? I didn't scroll down. Damn it, I usually scroll down when I go on my little rants. and I didn't scroll down that time. I'm sorry. Sue me. Take it out of my pay. <laughs> she says that concerns about contact highs or children eating raw cannabis are often cited but are not scientifically sound arguments that a child is in danger. Contact highs have been widely discredited as a, my- as a myth. And cannabis must be cooked, heated, burned before it can get you high. Which meaning, which a lot of people believe eating raw cannabis in the raw form does a lot of positive health benefits also. Oh, imagine that. More health benefits from something they can't um, patent. Imagine that. I couldn't see that happening. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services declined to comment on the Schwab case, but pointed us to their guide, parent drug use as child abuse, which says that exposing children to the manufacture, possession, or distribution of illegal drugs is considered child endangerment in 11 states, including Kansas. Including Kansas. And the Federal Child Abuse Prevention and Treatment Act requires states to have policies and procedures in place to notify children or to notify child protective service agencies of substance exposed newborns. Sorry. The U.S. Department of Health and... Oh, I read that. A case like Schwab's has one foot in both the legal and illegal dynamics of marijuana since his case involves kansas where cannabis remains illegal and colorado where it is legal for both medical and recreational tensions have been running high between colorado and neighboring states whose residents want to purchase cannabis last year sheriffs from nebraska oklahoma and kansas filed a lawsuit against the state for its marijuana laws citing traffic trafficking concerns And this month, the Kansas Attorney General sent out 500 surveys to their county and district attorneys, sheriffs, and chief of police, asking how Colorado marijuana is affecting their work. Now, okay, if your state doesn't want to have legal marijuana and you have a concern of it coming in, then protect your borders better. You control it. You make it so it's not getting there. Apologize. I'm on call for work tonight, so I have to keep my phone volume up. I usually turn it down, but when I'm on call for work, I have to put it up. Unfortunately, I see. Oh, now, really, Scotty? I got a caller who connected and then disconnected and then connected and then disconnected. Just as I was, I was just coming to you, Scotty. So try calling in again. I don't know if you're having issues over there. A U.S. Navy veteran who served in the Gulf War, Schwab, says that he uses a homemade cannabis butter to treat his post-traumatic stress disorder. He probably makes it with a magical butter machine, too. If you don't know magical butter machines, Google it. If you like to make your own edibles, it's well worth the purchase. It's not very expensive. Uh, Or PTSD and chronic pain. For years, he says his mental health issues went undiagnosed, resulting in a bout of alcoholism 
alcoholism, and substance abuse. He was prescribed a variety of sedatives, antidepressants, and chronic pain medications, which he says often made him feel worse. I got addicted to the pain medication, which led to heroin addiction. Imagine that. Same substance. Schwab says that he has been sober since a stint in rehab in 2011 and that cannabis is the only medication that helps with his anxiety, depression, and physical pain. Again, imagine that. Schwab arranged in early 2015 for his job at the Department of Veterans Affairs to be transferred from Kansas to Colorado, where he could legally grow his own cannabis and work with veterans who, like him, used the plant medically. While dealing with the move, he and Amelia arranged for the five children to stay with relatives. The four youngest children were born to Raymond and blah, 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 yeah. After driving 60 miles away, uh, there's two older kids that weren't taken uh, into custody. They're from a prior marriage. After driving 60 miles away from home, the Schwabs received a call saying they needed to appear in an emergency hearing that that day because their children were in state custody. Schwab says that one of the relatives caring for his children, whom he declined to name, took them to the police station, saying their parents had abandoned them to go work on a pot farm in Colorado. That was in April last year, and Schwab says he has only seen his children three times since. I mean, that alone is damaging to all parties involved. That's damaging to to him, who already served this country and is having problems because of his service and now they're going to take his children away from him wow the communications director for the kansas department of children's and family services declined to comment on schwab case but said that children are not removed from the home for parental marijuana use alone yet schwab says that no investigation was done of him or his home and that the only evidence against him was the testimony of the police officer that took the children into custody. There were allegations of emotional abuse by a DCF report in July found those to be, um, oh, uh, there were allegations of emotional abuse, but a DCF report in July found those to be unsustainable. Included in the police report was a screenshot of Schwab's recent Facebook post where he discusses moving to Colorado to start a marijuana business. The Schwabs have been asked to submit a urine sample that would be tested to see if they have used marijuana before they can visit their children, despite having relocated to Colorado where he has a prescription. This is ridiculous. This is ludicrous. And it goes on and it goes on and it goes on. This is not something anybody should be dealing with. This is especially not something, as a veteran myself, that I think our veterans should have to deal with. It is unacceptable that our government does this. Whether it be state or federal. Give the guy his kids back. Let him go to Colorado with his kids and live his life happy and painless. And not addicted to heroin. I mean, it's, 
It makes me angry. Sorry, guys. It's just one of those things that make me really angry. It's it's just not acceptable. And nobody should accept it. I hope one day we can get past it. I haven't listened to this video. Uh, it's going to tie us into the Zika outbreak, which I want to get into that. You know, I'll save that for after the break. I also want to get into CIA eyewashing. Have you, have, have you guys heard the term eyewashing yet? It's a very interesting term. We'll talk about that some. 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 I guess uh, the CIA is trying to get ahead of the aliens, maybe. Maybe we'll get into that. And nine American terrorists arrested in Saudi. These are all just, I'm just going through what we got. Oh, let's do this real fast. Yeah, we got time for this one before the break. Uh, don't forget I got Kevin Holly from the Kevin Holly Show. Uh, teetering on the the conspiracy Fox News side. You know, like he's back and forth and back and forth. Uh, he's come around on a few things. We'll discuss that. I'm hoping he Skypes in and not calls in, but we'll see how it goes. I don't know if you guys have heard of the speed trap chick in Miami. Chased down a cop to uh, tell him to slow down. Uh, I thought it was rather entertaining. A lot of people think differently. I'm going to get that back to the beginning. Pull over speeding drivers, but now the tables have turned. Cell phone video shows a woman trailing a Miami-Dade police officer, and then she gets him to pull over for speeding. That woman says the officer was pushing 90 miles an hour. She recorded the whole incident and kept rolling as the officer apologized and promised to slow down. Tonight, she spoke with CBS 4's Donna Rapato, who is live at Miami-Dade Police Headquarters in Doral. Donna? Natalia, this woman tells me drivers across Miami-Dade are out of control. They drive around with little to no regard for traffic laws or safety. But it's when a police officer sped past her is when she says uh, he had seemingly no emergency, no sirens, no lights. Well, she had had enough. There's an officer in front of me that I've been following since Miller. Claudia Castillo did something out of sudden anger. She pulled over a Miami-Dade police officer for speeding. The cop passed me so fast, my car shook side to side. And that's when I said, Oh, why? You know, damn it. You know, this is, what is the emergency? And I got upset. Castillo put her cell phone on its dash stand and recorded the pursuit, narrating along the way. He's been... You know, driving recklessly, and he was about going about 100 miles an hour because I was hitting 80. She followed him on the 826, then on the 836, eventually catching up to him, approaching I-95, where she finally got the officer's attention. And suddenly, the familiar stern questions at the car window. Only the officer wasn't the one asking. The reason I pulled you over today, I just wanted to know what's the emergency. Um, I don't know how fast I was going. But I can tell you this, I'm on the way to work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe I was speeding. Tell me that is not the average citizen's response when a cop pulls them over. But like I said, you're entitled to your opinion. I just saw you now when you pulled over next to me, which is why I pulled over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you had some kind of emergency or anything. Everything fine? No, everything's fine. Yeah, it's your speeding. Okay, well, What's... I apologize, and I'll be sure to slow down then. Since posting the video online, Castillo says many people have left both negative and supportive comments. We. Damn, 
Fox. Found plenty on CBS Miami's own CBS Facebook Miami page. Four. Barry Brown wrote, some people have nothing, nothing better to do than cause problems. Officers put their life on the line every day. Get a hobby. Jason Ho points out this could have gone another way, but he commended the officer's professionalism saying law enforcement should be held accountable. Meanwhile, Luis Hernandez commends both of them. Police Director Juan Perez said in a statement the Miami-Dade Police Department will have the officer's immediate command staff investigate the matter once the officer and citizen are identified. The appropriate course of action will be taken at that point. I'm sure he's a good guy, but, you know, we're nobody's above the law. And Castro says she expects to turn in her unedited video here at Miami-Dade Police. Damn you. He's headquarters tomorrow. We're live at MDPD. Donna Rapato, CBS 4 News tonight. So her unedited video, will that lead her to a speeding ticket? I'm very curious to see if they try to write her summons for speeding in this situation. Will the cop be fine? You know, we had a, uh, a three-vehicle car accident here in my town. Outclass, smartass. Um, we had a three-car accident here in my county. That was caused by a sheriff's deputy. Now, I I talk highly of, of my sheriff's department here. I've never seen any major issues, although I do see a lot of the older guys retiring, so I'm getting a little concerned. But this officer who caused this accident because he couldn't, he was going too fast and couldn't stop in time, rear-ended one vehicle, causing it to rear-end another vehicle, causing it to rear-end another vehicle, he was cited. C-I-T-E-D, Shannon, for his t- for his actions. He was actually fined and written a ticket for causing the accident. That's a positive. That's a move in the right direction. Can we all agree on that? As long as they're held to the same standards that we are all held to, I'll be happy. I can deal with it then. All right, guys, first 52, RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood, and Radio Chaos. I'll be back with you in a couple minutes. each other mothers and brothers then we blame it on the man say you gotta do it all for the struggles i'm asking the g for a better day to fill the world with peace no pain for days shout out to all the lights still shining cause the weight of the world can pull the wool over your eyes let's
like we are forever. One blood, one love, one heart. Teach the kids life, not just street smarts. Claim the music back, it used to be art. Or better yet, food. Feed the soul that sold food. Two step and just groove. It's how to win, not to lose. Let's cruise. If you call into an internet radio station and complain to the host he's playing devil music, you might be buzzard bomb. Don't be like this guy. Go to teespring.com forward slash D-O-N hyphen T hyphen B-E hyphen A hyphen buzz hyphen Razzle Lot and buy one of these t-shirts. Or just go to TF52.com and click on the Don't Be a Buzzy t-shirt. It's only $21.99. That's cheaper than a bottle of Buzzy Shine. That tasted like shit! Get yours now, as you only have until February 11th to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. RazRadioLive.com, the simple power of truth. I just wanted to take the time, take the time, write this to you myself, because... Get a bum rap. People always got something negative to say about you, man. I don't get it. I mean, you guys do a great job. We should be more appreciative. I can't believe people say you a hater just because we call for help and you came an hour later. Maybe you was extra busy stopping criminal acts. Some even said you pull people over because they black. All of y'all do a great job keeping your scope on us. And I refuse to believe you would plant some dope on us. They had to be wrong if you busted in their residence. They even lied and said you created fictional evidence. I gotta commend how you handle situations. Shot a youngster, beat his mama and got a paid vacation. I know it's hard being you, so why would they question? In everything you do, we know it's all for our protection. Passing through our neighborhoods, spying at night. Some consider it harassment and denying our rights. You had to have a good reason for attempting to hurt us. Cause I know that y'all would never ever do it on purpose. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was kind of strange. 
struggling so to not pay them is threatening my freedom thanks for showing up to court to make sure i didn't beat them and we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming instead of just letting you beat us we be struggling and running i know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick Sorry. and by the way the taser and that pepper spray did the trick i'm still walking funny hope my vision kicks back in i know that i was wrong sir i'll never jaywalk again somebody told me you was jealous because their car was brand new wow. i said the police jealous that can never be true maybe one day i can be as clever as you you care about us so you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Policeman. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority you qualify for this why would we question your authority you only working hard following training why the hell are the mexicans and blacks complaining you gotta be the closest thing i've seen the perfect and everybody that you locked up they had to deserve it yeah Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. First 52, RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. Welcome back. It is still February 2nd. And I have a lot of different things we're going to talk about in this hour. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I went over some of the things that I'm staring at here that I'm interested in getting into. But I also told you I'm going to have somebody visiting with me. Now, let me explain the situation here a little bit to you guys before we get into it. Kevin, sit tight. I know I, I'm hoping you can hear me over there. I can't hear you yet, so just sit tight. Kevin Holly is a listener of Shannon Burke Show also. He learned of me through there, as far as I'm aware. He can correct me when he comes up when, uh, when, when we get into that discussion. And he reached out to me and asked me to join us on, joined him on his show a few weeks ago. And we had a blast. We really had a good time. You know, as a conspiracy guy, when you get invited to shows that, you know, have a different kind of vibe, a different way of doing things, you know, just kind of trying to have fun, you get nervous and you're worried that they're going to, you know, really go after you and just be dicks, which they were not. I appreciate that. 
And then he started, from what I can view and what I see, he started, you know, researching some of this stuff. And started watching some documentaries here and there and, and, and started tweeting me and, and messaging me saying, hey, you know, I watched this and raised some questions. And, you know, that wasn't there. I, I don't I don't get that. So that's what that's why we do this, guys. You know, it doesn't happen very often. But every once in a while, you know, you, you, you reach somebody and maybe they won't go full board, but they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll get some of it. That's just the start. Got to get some of it. Some of it. So, with no further ado, ado, yeah, can we get a fuck you? <laughs> Kevin, you there, brother? Can I get a whoop, whoop? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Holly from the up, Kevin right? Kevin Holly from the Kevin Holly Show. You guys can actually find it on MixLR. Also, that's where he broadcasts from. Uh, hopefully, one day we'll get him moved over here to Raz. Also, uh, we'll, we can discuss that down the road. Uh, Kevin, first of all, I want to thank you. Uh, and your lovely crew you got over there for the the uh, hour I spent with you on your show a few weeks ago. Uh, it was definitely entertaining, and you guys were not what I expected. Oh, you know, thank you uh, so much. It was really cool of you to, to join us. And uh, we're just trying to have fun, like you said. You know, we're not trying to bust anybody's balls. And, and you did kind of open doors for me a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of checking things out and whatnot. But um, I appreciate it, man. I, I appreciate you having me on tonight. Um, I, I really wanted to start... I mean, I know it's your show, but I wanted to thank you um, for inviting me to host your show tonight while you recover uh, from your Zika virus rash. Um, it's an honor. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that virus, man. And we can get into that because I, I do have that pulled up as one of my stories. Um, but, you know, your your show is more <laughs> based on, you know, let's have some fun. Let's do some comedy. You know, we'll get serious here and there, but it's more um, more serious along the lines of you guys just bickering and arguing. Uh, I, from what yeah. I gather, you don't do much political. I mean, I'm sure you guys touch on it here and there. I mean, you had me on, so obviously you want to. Uh, but what was <laughs> the bit. what was the reasoning for starting that your show? Because you know, guys that like me and other guys around that are listening right now that do their own shows do it because they're driven because of a political or or the conspiracy thing. But why did you start a show? Oh, we just you know theater of the mind, Sean. It's pretty much what it was. Um, you know, the three of us, Jay and myself and, and homeless Chuck, uh, we just wanted to kind of put something together where we're not just making each other laugh all the time. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we started off really raw and, and you know, untamed, and we really toned our uh, our stuff down a little bit and, and kind of honed our skills a little bit. Um, so hopefully in the next six months, you know, it'll be even better than it was in the first six months. But basically just to have fun. We just want people to laugh at us and make people smile and Sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll raise things up that are questionable. Um, we got booted off of YouTube uh, for one full episode for what they said was hate speech. <laughs> Obviously, you don't hate anybody. <laughs> wow. Just having a good time. You know? yeah. I mean, I've, I've, been, um, I've been booted off uh, YouTube before when I used to, because I used to live stream my show on YouTube. Uh, but the music, right. a lot of the music that I use uses samples, you know, and, and they would mm-hmm. kick me off because of the sampling. And I, I'd have to respond because, like, Frank Castle of Heist Click, I don't know if you've heard any of his music. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. He gave me the music and said, play it. But there's some sampling right. that brought up some issues. So it's amazing how quickly it happens, too, man. I was I was doing a live stream broadcast. It was when I did my show on Saturday. And uh, we went to a break. I went to the bathroom. When I came back, there was an alert on the screen that said, if you do not discontinue this broadcast and whatever it was, uh, your account will be banned because I was playing yeah. a, a song that it recognized. 
Yeah, we had the same problem, you know, with bumpers and rejoins and just trying to play little tidbits here and there, and, and some of that turned into full songs. And, yeah, you know, a lot of our shows on YouTube, it, it's basically, for us, YouTube is like a, you know, it's like a, a dump site for our show reels. We, we exclusively use Mixler and, and, and Spreaker, but um, we like to share it everywhere we possibly can, so we're pretty thick on, on social media. And, um, you know, YouTube, will, it'll break up our shows in 15-minute increments, which has kind of let us fly under the radar a little bit right. as far as that's concerned. But, yeah, we've had problems with music before, too. And that's why we switched. You know, originally we, we started with YouTube just because it's more common. Well, that, um, that's why I don't use YouTube anymore. I like the video yeah. end of it because it, it kind of gives a connection. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why I stopped. So I'm starting to play. Uh, you know, I have my own station, uh, so I can do whatever I want over there. Uh, of course, yeah. I could get in trouble for things eventually, but I, I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> See, what, what's the worst you're going to get, like a cease and desist, desist order? If we got one of those from, you know, like Beyonce or something like that, I would frame that and put that on the wall. <laughs> but <laughs> does, does it scare you or, or did it help with um, your questioning of things when you see that pop up while you're doing a live show? I mean, have you had that oh, or yeah. has it all been replay stuff? It, it, no, it's only been on replay stuff okay. um, because we never we never went live on YouTube. So I'm um, you know I'm not familiar with how that worked out, but you know for you, but um, yeah, you know it, even on the replay stuff, it, it did it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Like the first couple of weeks, you know why why is this not available in certain countries? What does that even mean? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like looking through all that stuff. What did I do wrong? And, you know, so we just kind of stay away from it. And now I you know we're, we're we've gotten so far with our show that we have you know guests on all the time every week. And, you know, we're, we're concentrating a little bit more on, on local music and things like that, even, you know, just, just nationwide music, American music. And um, so now we get to play their stuff, which is really cool, you well, know, so we get to play. That's part of why I look forward to having you come over this way, and I hope you still would like to, because, you know, I have the Chocolate Drop, which he really focuses on um, unsigned-type uh, hip-hop artists and stuff like that. And to have, you know, it sounds like you guys would probably be more like a rock genre-type thing. Uh, yeah, that would do bring, anything. Yeah, you'll yeah, do anything. <laughs> Gotta love guys like that. <laughs> so, uh, part of the reason why I brought you on is because of conversations we've had. And, and it's nice to present, and I don't know if I overreached with what I said, but it's nice to present people who are, are freshly questioning this because what happens is it makes me think deeper as you challenge me or question me. Um, so where, where do you sit in that whole realm? I, I, I didn't want to pigeonhole you into a position. No, uh, no, no. So where that's do you fine. sit? That's a great question because, um, before I met you, um, I was one of those guys that's, you know, all oh, those conspiracy theories are all BS and there's no way that, you know, I'm going to even look at a documentary about the Pentagon being, you know, hit by something other than a plane, you know? And after talking to you, you know, and with the chemtrails too, I started looking up into the sky a little bit more. And I even had a friend, you know, for for 20 some years that I went to high school with, who was always talking about these chemtrails. And I thought, man, you're crazy. You know, this is the guy that's got a labyrinth in his yard that he built out of bricks and and mulch, you know, and he would walk out there to to think peaceful thoughts and whatnot. So he is kind of a little crazy. (laughs) He's a little crazy. (laughs) But, you know, he had a point, though, with these chemtrail things. And I'm like, Alan. Even today, I'm driving down the road, just dropped my kids off from school, and uh, are at school, and I'm looking up in the sky on my way back up the road, and I'm like, geez, there's like crisscrossing, you know, literal chemtrails up there. And uh, what the hell is that stuff? You know what I mean? Before, I wouldn't even 
consider thinking about it because I think, oh, you're crazy for even bringing it up. Now, I start to think a little bit differently. And, you know, I, I did look at some of those documentaries that, that, you know, you mentioned when you uh, called in our show. And one of them, you know, kind of did strike a, a nerve with me, and that is the Pentagon thing. You know, I, it didn't look like any evidence of a plane hitting it. It really didn't. And if, if there was, what, where's the video? Where are the pictures? Where are the engines? Where are the wheels? Where are the people strapped in their seats? You know, you see all these other plane crashes, and there's all kinds of carnage. There was nothing. And there's no way it disintegrated. I, I don't believe that. You right. know, it didn't. It didn't turn so, into this Milton piercing object that just went through. Uh, what was it? <laughs> three rings of the Pentagon, sixteen feet reinforced walls, three rings of that. You know, come out really, with a perfect you know, circle at the very end. Uh, yeah, they, they even tried to fool you with with a picture of like what looked to be a turbine, but it was like you know twenty four inches circumference come on man you yeah. know it's just yes man it was the size of a sure. rocket's turbine not of a jet engine's exactly. turbine right. it, yeah it, you know and it's amazing because you know what i was the same way uh kevin to be 100 percent honest with you up until my last son my youngest son was born uh, he's now seven uh i was i was the right wing uh former army guy that just screamed that we had to go kill all the Muslims. We had to make a parking lot of Afghanistan and Iraq. And, and that's just the way it needed to be because these people came and attacked us on 9-11. That's the way I thought. And I would not volley from that. You know, I, 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 I questioned JFK all my life. Uh, other, you know, alien stuff. When I was young, I was really into aliens. Uh, but, that's the way I was. And when I first got into this, and I don't know if you've ever heard this story, and I don't know if any of my listeners have ever, you know, some of the people listening have heard this story, but my awakening was the Obama deception. Right after my son was born, I started doing research. We were in the lead up to the 2008 elections. And mm-hmm. I've always. I remember said, that time vividly. Yeah, <laughs> and I've always said, I'll be honest, you know, racism was part of my problem then. Now, getting into what I'm into now is eliminating my racism. Because I, I, I understand more how society is is uh, designed to to per- perpetuate that that hate of each other. So right. now I understand that. So the racism isn't a factor, but racism was part of why I started uh, reaching out and searching other mediums other than Fox well, or, or you MSNBC. Know, you know, look at a hundred and eighty degree spin on that. Okay, and I remember that time vividly. I was working in litigation support at the time. I was like in 06, 07. And, uh, you know, we had 240 clients that were all attorneys. And, you know, at, at the time I was up early and I had to wear a suit to work every day and go to the courthouse and go visit with these firms in Tampa and St. Pete. And, um, all the time I was listening to either talk radio or whatever is on, whether it was Bubba or, uh, Mike Calta, Calta back then or 970, you know, which is the local Tampa, you know, you hear Rush Limbaugh, things like that. Right. And all, yeah, all I could think about, you know, all they talked about really was, who is this guy? Who is this Obama guy? Why are people voting for him just because he's going to be the first black president? Or, or, you know, where did he come from? What did he accomplish before he, he started to run? It just raised all these red flags for me. And I started thinking like, okay, I get it now. You know, people are going to vote with emotion. And I started to get into politics a little bit. And now, you know, a little bit older and a little bit wiser. So, you know, I can make more of an educated decision. But I know exactly what you're saying. Like, you know, people either didn't want him to be the president because he was a black guy or they wanted him to be the president because he was a black guy. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it was just like nobody ever talked about what he did to qualify, you know? Well, and that's, and, you know, let, let me put this comparison now because I'm seeing the exact same rhetoric 
just in a different form with the Trump mm-hmm. tra- tracing. You know, it's oh, we and have you're to go there, and you're right. It's exact same rhetoric. I mean, just a, yeah. a little spin on it, but you know, I'll make America great. Hope and change. Uh, we have to vote for this guy, or else we're <laughs> fucked. I mean, it really is the same shit. So, and I, I try to point that out to people when we get into this because, listen, I'm going to vote. More than likely, it's going to be Gary Johnson, or if, if if Paul is anywhere close, maybe I don't know. I don't really like some of his stances on things, but he's definitely better than any of the other idiots that are sitting up there right now. Uh, yeah. And that's why I don't really discuss. It's tough. It, it is really hard. Um, Dude, and I'll tell you something, too. Um, you know, not to interrupt you, but, like, you know, what if, and I've heard a little bit of this, but I've thought this before on my own, not to toot my own horn, I'm being super smart because I'm really not. But <laughs> <laughs> what if, uh, you know, somebody like Trump is uh, going to just step out in in two months and hand it over to Hillary? Like, that's why he's doing it, to, to bump up the other side. Make people, you know what I mean? You, we have no idea what the elite are really doing. You well, know? there's thousands and, of what ifs on that question because exactly, you have to believe yeah. you have to believe that Trump is is high up in the, the in that realm. I mean, he's been friends with the Clintons mm-hmm. for years. He's you know he's, he knows a lot of people within that. So when he claims to not be within the elite, I just I, I don't it's see hard to swallow, it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, is this is this the American Hitler? And I hate to say it that way, but think of it. You know, he, he but, wooed yeah, but, the people. We've already had that, though. You know what I mean? It's like we've already had seven years of that. It, it, it's so mind-boggling that everybody's gotten behind this guy. Even I have. I love Trump. I love what he has to say. I love the fact that he's like, well, I didn't say immigrants. I said illegal immigrants. You know, I want to build a wall. I like the things that he has to say. But at the same time, I don't trust any of those people. I don't trust what the news reports about them, especially the mainstream media, you know. And then you've got all these smaller newspapers and magazines and blogs that you just get riddled with on your Facebook feed and social media. And you're like, what? you know, you can sit there for hours mm-hmm. and do your research and still come up with the same, I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the same non-answer. And, and that's just <laughs> one, that's one subject. That That's just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not yeah. including the law enforcement issues. That's not including the, the banking issues. That's not including including yeah. the, the, the other conspiracies of ISIS and, and all these yeah. different things, which continue to show themselves as something that is a problem, is something that, that you know, uh, we don't have control over. You know, when, when we yeah. see articles, news articles in the Washington Post, uh, eyewash, how the CIA deceives its own workforce about operations. And then people yeah, who, and then people who, you know, aren't sure how to question it or go, you know, how could they pull this off? That everybody would know about it. And then you read a story about how the CIA for years puts out fake stories within their own internal communications <laughs> to keep people confused not- within their own yeah. organization. They're not just fooling us with a green screen in 1993 desert storm. Oh, we're getting bombed. You know, it, it's like they're they're fooling their own people. You know, that's like working at a pizza hut and management's telling you one thing and you're doing it, but the, really you guys are on a totally different path. You have no idea. You know, <laughs> it, it, gets, it breaks it down to such a simple thing, but nobody's got a handle on it. Not even them. You, you know, know what? It, you know what it's a, called, Kevin? It's called compartmentalization. It's called right. keeping the people that actually do the work in the dark of what's going on as the Wait a minute, are you are you brainwashing me right now? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to educate you, my friend. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I could probably use it. <laughs> oh hey, wait, we all, Sean, hold we on all a can. 
I just I just got a tweet. Uh, it's it's from uh, Shannon Burke. It says Cong- uh, at Kevin Holly Show Four. Congrats on hosting Raz's show tonight while he gets his Zika virus under control. XOXO Big Tex. I, I don't know what that's all about, but cool. Thank you. Thanks, Shannon. <laughs> Uh, it's it's nice right. to hear that Shannon's listening in. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, yeah, you great. know, I, I love that guy. I love working with him. And it's, it's again, that's why I liked having, why I wanted to have you on, because we have, we have slight differences of opinion. We have oh, different yeah. ways of thought. And, and that's good. You know, Shannon has, uh, has honestly affected, just as I say, Scott Ledger has affected the way I do things. Shannon has. I was has just going to bring that up, dude. No joke, okay? Back-to-back tweets. Scott Les just tweeted, kudos at Kevin Holly Show 4 on hosting for Raz. Uh, hope his rash heals quickly. Uh, hashtag Zika virus. Uh, hashtag Chemtrail Burns. <laughs> I don't even know you could get Chemtrail Burns. I had no idea. <laughs> Chemtrail Burns Jeez, are good are for you. And you'll be able to catch Scott Ledger here at 8 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. So don't right forget on, that. Right on. I just, I'm just messing with all you guys. Uh, that's awesome, though. I love those guys, man. I've listened to uh, a little bit here and there. I really enjoy uh, uh, Ledger on, on Facebook. He's constantly putting stuff out there, just like you do. And it's, it's fun. You know, I like following you guys on there. It's, it's, it's actually quite enjoyable. It really is. It's, it's cool to get, like, a different side of the coin, maybe. Um, it kind of brings me back to my, my 1990 years when I was in my 20s, when I was, like, questioning things. And, you know, uh, Ledger's got a lot of, like... Uh, you know, like, uh, marijuana stuff going on in there. And I'm not a pothead or anything like that, but that, you know, is changing. It's changing the world. I mean, what's 26 states or something like that now that's, you know, medicinally legal. Hopefully 27 yeah. here. Cause I'm hoping we can pass it. You know, I don't know if you heard me talking earlier. Uh, it's, it's going to be on the va- ballot in 2016. We got enough, uh, signatures. Now we just need to get the mm-hmm. votes. We can't lose by point. Eight percent, or right. you know, I well, mean, and, and that was because um, it was written a little poorly, where you know people could just get a prescription. And a lot of you know, uh, and not conservative like you know government style, but excuse me, um, a lot of the blue hairs, in general type, a lot of yeah, blue hairs, exactly. a lot of the snowbirds. They they really mm-hmm. affected that, uh, and uh, it's weird because I know a lot of old. Pe- I live in a fifty-five plus adult community. All right. I I am the maintenance worker in this fifty five uh, uh, plus. Yeah, I was going to say, how'd you pull that off? You're like twenty seven, dude. Well, we <laughs> we're government subsidized, so we have to have a certain. We have a eighty twenty mix. We have to allow twenty percent right. under. Uh, plus, I work like that up here. Yeah, plus I work. Well, it's state of floats. That's a uh, that's a uh, federal thing. But anyway, cool. um, I plus I work here, uh, and and I honestly can tell you. That out of 178 apartments in this apartment complex, I'm willing to bet you, and this is just from working on stuff in their houses, not from them offering or anything like that. I I'm willing to lay on the line that half of them smoke pot, including people sure, you would never work. think. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that statement. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that or even more. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm probably lowballing it because I'd say probably more because I'm learning more and more. It's weird because you know, I'm a I'm a pretty heavy pot smoker. I mean, it's it's well known. Right. I don't hide that. I, I'm yeah, a very high functioning pot smoker. That's kind of just how I operate. Uh, wait, uh, blue, blue team, go. Blue team, go. <laughs> Where's the white van? Get the white van out of here. We used to have a white van tracking us. So it was crazy. But you know, uh. it, it, I, I'm not going to hide that, and and I, I I really promote it. I believe people. Um, if they have major problems, major medical problems, it is a great 
way, at the very least, to help you a little bit. It, it, it's not yeah. the cure-all for everything. But guess what? It's a, it's a, a treatment for a lot of things, especially it when we're talking wet, mental. You know? Oh, there's so yeah. many different things. Between the mental treatment that people can get from it compared to taking a, a, any depressant that might make them kill their kids – or or yeah, go shoot right? up a movie theater, or you sure, know. you've got a seven year old, right? You, you've got children. Uh, I have um, I have a, a twenty year old. I have a six. Well, she'll be sixteen this year, and I have a seven year old. Plus, I have a almost one year old granddaughter. I saw the baby. He had a granddaughter. That's awesome. It's cute. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I kind of have some kids I, I concern myself with. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine if one of them was sick and you didn't want them to be on, on oxycodone or something ridiculous and some kind of a cannabinoid oil or, or butter or whatever that didn't get them high, stop them from having a seizure. I mean, it's a no brainer. And I hope that they get it right this year or this election, you know, this ballot, whatever you want to call it, so that people can actually vote on it with confidence because like you said, it will help people. I, I, I agree with you, but keep in mind here, you know, when, when we throw that ca caveat of the high in there, some right. things, some things, uh, can be treated without the high. But keep in exactly. mind, That's keep what in, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, I agree with that. But keep in mind also that there are things that we treat our children with right now that give them a high. And, yeah. and I can remember being a little kid and being given something and being like, ooh, you know, mm -hmm. so. Oh, they say mac and cheese gives you a high. Your kids are high, makes them hyper. You know? Well, anything can give you a high at this point in time. But the point yeah. I'm trying to make is, is the high sometimes is the treatment. It depends on yeah. what the problem is. I'm not saying give your kid a joint every day, but sometimes receiving that high is part of the treatment. You know, Understood. The, yeah. the seizures yeah. are controlled by the CBDs and some pain is controlled by CBDs. But you, you also need the THCs and the other chemicals within there. Um, to control some of the pains on different diseases and different problems. So right. it reaches all the way around. And if now, we... wait a minute. Are you, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. But are, right. are, you trying, are you trying to talk me into getting high with you right now? Well, you know, <laughs> if you weren't 120 miles away, I'd say, yeah, well, you know, let's spark one up, brother. But uh, you're, you're about 120 miles away from me right now. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't do that stuff, man. But that's hilarious, though. Yeah, I'll have a beer with you, though, for sure. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll be up in Tampa here in the next, uh, I want to say, next month and a half to two months. We got something we're coming. Oh, we're coming up there to see uh, the Alabama Shakes. They're going to be Sweet. playing. Is that a band? Yeah, the, uh, the, the, just Google them or YouTube them, Alabama Shakes. Oop. It's uh, it's an interesting band. It's My, it's my yeah. wife's a fan of theirs, so we're going up to see them. I think it's end of February. I want maybe I, I, uh oh no maybe some April. cannabinoids would maybe some cannabinoids would keep them from shaking so much. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, it, it's April. I, I I correct myself. It's April twenty third. It just popped in my brain. I just remembered. Uh, cool. So we'll be up there in I, April at the at the awesome. at the latest. So well, look uh, me yeah, up if you're uh, you know, if you're around, if you got time, you know. Oh, I love grabbing Definitely. beers with people, man. Anytime, absolutely, and you know. Uh, I'm a big Bubba guy. I don't, and we usually end up hanging out with a bunch of them. And it's it's cool. a good time and a lot of fun and I like meeting new people. That's that's why one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this whole radio thing is meeting new people. Isn't it cool? Yeah, yeah it is man. really cool. Um, I'm having a blast. I gotta tell you. What was your thoughts on the uh, the chick pulling over? Because I played that before I went in the in the break there. What what was your your thoughts on the chick pulling over the uh, cop in Miami? Oh, uh, I caught the end of that while, when I was on hold there, and I did um, look at it briefly today on social media. 
but I did, I gotta be honest with you, I did not click on it, so I didn't read the whole thing, but I have seen another video that was very similar, I guess, where somebody pulled over a, a police officer, and, I mean, my thoughts are, okay, um, two things. Number one, you know, we as, as citizens don't know what's really going on with, with the police officers. I mean, it, it could be one of two things. He could be late for his kid's soccer practice and haul an ass, or he could be silently, hopefully with at least his lights on, you know, trying to get, you know, to a, a, a call where he doesn't want to alert the, the criminals that he's on his way. But the second thing is when you as a civilian pull them over for speeding, man, it's kind of a dick move. You better be real smooth about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Better be real smooth about it because, you know, you're playing with fire. You really are. Yeah, she's um, lucky she didn't get shot. I'll give her that. You know, I mean, that could have really ended <laughs> yeah. badly for her. Uh, the one, I the, imagine. The one, the one comment I'll make on what you said so far was um, – that was that video, and we only saw uh, sections of it on the news broadcast. What I played, uh, it went on for like twenty twenty five minutes. So if he was okay. responding to like an emergency that where he had to come silently, there was yeah. fifteen miles he drove or ten miles he drove. Somebody else would have been closer, dude. You know, right where he was, should have had his lights on at least. So you yeah. know, I, you know, we go back and forth. Uh, you you've made some comments on some of my cop posts. You know, I know, that, dude. That was uh, some of that was premature, and I, I, I will eternally apologize to you and Chris Miller, or um, Carlos Miller. Sorry, I keep calling him Chris. Uh, but you know, I, you know, people have their own backgrounds. You know, I come from a, a cop family type uh, atmosphere. Lots of people in the military like you. You know, um, so it's hard for me to swallow that pill, dude. It's hard for me to think that there's so many bad cops out there when I've known so many good ones, you know, and, and like I said, I apologize. I, 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 no, I, I, I wasn't necessarily you know. going back to that one directly, but, you know, and I agree with that. I can't, I, it's hard for me to disagree with that because as an EMT, a lot of the people on the ambulance squad that I, that I volunteered on were cops that were volunteering in the community. They were great guys. And, and we had a good, and this was a long time ago too, though. Don't forget this was uh, yeah. late nineties, early, you know, early two thousands. Uh, it wasn't as crazy back then, man. <laughs> no, yeah, it was totally different back then. And, and things yeah. have changed a lot because of what I believe to be a false flag attack called nine 11. You know, a lot of what we look yeah. at now all developed after that event happened. So that's how it all ties into where society sits today and, and why it's, it's gotten so ugly. Yeah, and technology has really advanced since 2001 as well. Um, you know, everybody's it's got a GoPro up. and everybody's got a cell phone with a camera on it, you know. And, you know, it, it, you just said it's blowing up, and no pun intended, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm always thinking comedy, Sean. I'm always thinking comedy, man. That, that's good, though, you know, because you need – I wouldn't have brought you on with me if I didn't think you'd be enjoyable to have on, if we wouldn't have a good that's conversation, right. and, and if you didn't get to, you know, promote your show a little bit. So – that's yeah, why cool, I brought man. you on, man. You know, that, that's part of the fun of what we do. That, that's why yeah. we do things like this. I want to play a news story here real fast. Keep your ears okay. open. And okay. uh, we'll discuss this one, which I've shared it like three or four times, so you, you've probably seen it come across your feet. Okay. Surveillance video takes you back to 2014. Derek Price, the man running in the white shirt, gets arrested on a drug warrant. He throws his hands up, appearing to surrender. But that doesn't stop five Marion County deputies from pummeling him with a flurry of kicks and punches, pounding on his head, neck, and body while he's down. At no time do you see him put up a fight. 
Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Video from another angle. The body camera footage from one of the deputies tells a different tale, one that appears to be misleading. They scream at Price to stop resisting and put your hand behind your back, and even cut the body camera off at one point. But back to that surveillance video. It makes a strong case that Price was not resisting. Marion County Sheriff Chris Blair says the video shook him to the core. As soon as I saw this video, all five individuals were suspended without pay. I personally felt that their actions were egregious enough that they should never receive another dime from the Marion County taxpayers. Wednesday, former Deputy Jesse Terrell was indicted on civil rights violations. He was fired following the incident. James Meadey, Trevor Fitzgerald, Adam Crawford, and Cody Hopple all resigned. So, have you seen this story, Kev? Is it the one where it's uh, black and white and the dude's in the, by the parking block in the parking space and they all just kind of like, after like a couple of seconds of him just sitting there, they all just kind of swarm on him. I think I did see this. Yeah, um, it's not black I and white. Clearly but heard it. Yeah, it's not black yeah. and white. He runs. He's running. He's running. You can see in the in the one angle the cop car pull in the parking lot behind him, and then they reverse yeah. to the other angle, and he just kind of like you know what, fuck it, I'm done. He puts his hands up, lays down on the ground, uh, with yeah, with his hands yeah. out in front of him, and five or six cops jump on him and beat the hell out of him for about. I'd say almost a minute to two minutes uh, to the point where he's laying in a pool of his own blood when they walk away from him. Yeah. You know, you know, there's one thing that stands out to me in hearing that report um, is, you know, it's one thing if somebody's running and these cops are all energized and they're, you know, stop resisting or whatever they're saying. Whatever the adrenaline happens. rush. The adrenaline rush. Yeah, but when one of them even takes their camera off, that to me raises a huge red flag. I mean, if you got the camera on, even on, what's the point of taking it off? What does that say right there? Well, no. he, he realized what was going on was not what yeah. should have been, and they didn't realize there was a camera hanging up in the corner. Yeah, well, you know, they're not all good, man. <laughs> I totally agree with that. <laughs> and that's that's all, you know what, that's all that is asked of those of us that, that reach out for police accountability is we want people to realize, you know what, most cops are trying to do a good job. Unfortunately, the problem lies with that thin blue line. The good cops yeah. aren't saying anything about the bad cops, which makes but, them accountable oh, yeah, for yeah. the bad cops. You're right. You're right. And But don't you think on the other side of the coin that you should also – uh, incorporate at least here and there some, and I know you have because I've seen you do it, but some um, some good stories, you know, like uh, like the whole Shaq story, you know, that was great. Um, well, the Shaq story, I just, the Shaq story, I just posted the story the other day, uh, which Fortoed, my old co-host, uh, argued with me a little bit about, uh, but it was a cop that had pulled over this vehicle, uh, I forget where it was, uh, and he approached the vehicle on the passenger side, and the and the driver didn't see him do that. And he came up on the passenger side, and the driver's, like, hanging out the driver's side, like, waving his arms and shit. Well, at the time, the cop sees a gun in the guy's lap. Have no, you seen- well, that's, yeah, hello. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Ha- have you seen that video? No, no, but I can imagine that, too. Uh, go to, my, go to yeah. my Facebook or my Twitter. It's on there. So the cop, okay. the cop calls. He steps back from the car, calls for backup, and then steps up to the vehicle with his gun drawn and says, get out of the car, put your hands up, blah, blah, blah. As the guy goes to get out of the car, he he grabs a gun and starts shooting at the cop, and there's a, a gun shoot, a, a, a shootout involved, which okay. the cop wins, obviously. And and I posted that because the the tactics the officer used were, you know, he was just doing his job, and I don't felt he did anything wrong. He he saw a gun, 
And, and that's you, important, Sean, because, you know, if you're going to champion for better training and, and accountability, you, it's important to throw out the, the times that they do their job well so that people can see, you know, the other side of the coin and, and feel comfortable. You know, if, if all we see is the negativity over and over and over again, people are going to, you know, they're just going to hate cops regardless. And, and the youth today, man, the way they talk and this whole, you know, uh, you know, hip-hop, urban, whatever, you know, pants sagging, Everybody seems to hate cops, and it's like, you know, dude, it's, you're not going to be successful at getting pulled over for. Uh, you well, know, we're Kev, Kevin. Keep it, Kevin. Keep in line. We're we're two forty year old white guys. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> you know, so let, let, let's keep that in mind as we make that conversation. We're not the seventeen, nineteen, twenty five year old black guy that grew up in the ghetto. You know, I, I mean, work with those guys, though. You know, and, and, and most of them are really nice. Be honest, most yeah, of them are really yeah, nice. No, they are, they? yeah. But they have that attitude, though. You know, you can't get away from it. And, and so that's why I say it's important to show both sides of the coin, so that they can see, like, hey, look, you know, these guys are protecting you. You know, Listen, really I'm not, I'm not saying that, that the, that, I'm not saying that there's a problem with the society end of it either. Uh, there definitely is, and and I know, uh, as I always say, if you go to, uh, you know, uh, Killed by Police, which is a tracking website that just posts the the raw article. They don't give an opinion. They, they just post okay. every article that involves somebody dying in police custody. End of story. Which is, is more accountable and, and better tracking than the FBI's sites. So you actually get it. And if you sit there and you read through them and, and you pick 10 articles, you know, go to the top, go to the middle, go wherever, pick 10 yeah. articles. And if That's where Carlos got me, man. <laughs> and and you, just, you read yeah. those 10, you read those 10 articles, right? And you make mm-hmm. your own determination based on what you read, see, and hear through that article, whether it be video or whatever. You make your own mm-hmm. determination. Every time I've done that, it's about a, a, a 10 to 2 mi- or a, a, a 8 to 2 mix, meaning sure, sure. 8 are justifiable where I, I – I can't say that cop didn't do what he felt he needed to do. But then there's always that two out of the ten that are questionable. Sometimes there's three, sometimes there's four, sometimes there's one. You know, so so I, I make it a, a eighty to twenty. I think eighty percent of the shoot the, the deaths by cop are acceptable or are justified. Or I'd at say, least questionably acceptable. Sure. Yeah, you know, I'd say twenty I'd say 20% to 25, 30 at times, you know, vice versa, uh, are, are not justifiable. And that officer should have been prosecuted, should have been uh, questioned more. Should, just more should have been done in that situation. Yeah. And that's where the problem lies. We shouldn't see a 20 to 30% of questionable things. You know what, 5, yeah. five to 10% questionable it's still bad, but at least that's acceptable. And you know that not everyone's perfect, man. Even even cops are humans. Everybody, you're only as strong as your weakest link. You know what I mean? I don't care what what position you are and what profession you're in. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Which is exactly yeah. why we should never stick them on a on a pedestal where they're untouchable. That that's the, that's yeah, the biggest yeah, point. Yeah. Accountability, my friend. They they do deserve you know a, a level of um, honor because they do put their lives on, on, you know, you know, at risk every, every day, every night. Um, but at the same time, you know, a pizza guy does the same thing. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you're not putting a pizza guy on a pedestal either. You, know hey, I mean? hey, you, so. you can Google this when we hang up. If you've never done it before, Google what the 10 most dangerous jobs are. And I guarantee yeah. you law enforcement is not on it. 
I hear you, yeah. Crab fishermen. Yep. Fucking loggers. You know, gymnasts or something. Truck <laughs> drivers. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that are a lot higher as the deadliest yeah. job. <laughs> Radio show host. <laughs> hey, sometimes, man, there was one gun down in, um, what the hell country was that? It, was, it wasn't in America, but he was a internet radio type guy and, and uh, he was very political and it was like a third world nation and he got fucking gunned down live on air. Yeah, yeah. My man, Drew Garabo, right here out of Tampa, St. Pete, man. I love that guy. He's one of my favorites, and he got punched in the face, man, at a, at a live event. I remember you that. Know? That was like, like five or six years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was cool about it. He's, he made amends with the guy. The guy apologized years later, and they're all, I guess they're cool or whatever, but it happens, dude. You know, you have polarizing opinions, and you know, that's what makes good content, you know? When you can put something out there that's polarizing so you get people to, to go one way or the other, then all of a sudden you've got, you know, a show, you've got a topic, you've got a topic for discussion, and, and sometimes it doesn't go your way. <laughs> well, <laughs> you speaking know? of putting it out there, brother, uh, we're getting to the end here. i got Scott Ledger with Dangerous Conversation coming up at 8 o'clock. Cool. Uh, where can people find uh, what you put out, your Twitter, your Facebook, where your show yeah. is? And, uh, again, maybe down the road here we're going to bring you over here. I would enjoy that. I really would love to talk to you about that. And and for now, um, on Twitter, you can follow us. It's at Kevin Holly Show. It's uh, Kevin Holly like Christmas H O L L Y uh, Show Four. So it's at Kevin Holly Show Four. And uh, we're on uh, Facebook, the Kevin Holly Show. Uh, pretty simple. You can just Google the Kevin Holly Show. Uh, you catch us live on mixlr.com. Uh, we have an app in the Google Play Store for Android devices. And uh, we're also on Instagram. And our favorite, uh, if you want to come check out our show reel, you can download it or stream it. Uh, it's uh, Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. I hate to uh, plug people that are, you know, companies that are not Raz Radio Live. But <laughs> that's where yeah. we're at. So. Yeah, we're, <laughs> here, to, we're here to help you as much as you're here to help me with content. So yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's part it. of what we do, yeah. brother. Uh, we, we try to we, – we don't have to agree on everything. I thought this was a great – we just spent – uh shit 40 something minutes what 40 oh, yeah. minutes talking about just in general how people can can deal with this as if we're sitting mm-hmm. at a bar together having a conversation about life and that's that's how we make a change in society man that's how we if you don't want to move forward and you just want to stay put and laugh your butt off at an 82 year old guy sucking on oxygen in a wheelchair check out pops on our show he's awesome <laughs> Every time we have a guest on, he has to tell a dirty joke. You know, um, we we just have fun, Raz. You know, and and sometimes we will have you know a, a controversial or polarizing guest like you. Um, other times we just have a stream band or something in there. You know, it's, it's just a good time. You know, and, we're just trying to have a lot of fun. And I try to make it that way, also, my friend Kevin. I appreciate you joining me tonight. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Kevin Holly Show. Just Google it. I'm sure it'll come right up. Uh, Thanks, yeah, no problem, brother. Make sure you guys stick around for Scott Ledger, Dangerous Conversation here on RazRadioLive.com. I'll be back next week on uh, Radio Free Blood and on Radio Chaos. So you guys uh, come on over to Raz and check out what's going on there with, with Scotty. And uh, make sure you all just, just be a human being. Just, just oh, yeah, love man. the man next to you. Just the woman next to you, the person next to you, that body next to you. Just, just be a good person. Peace out, guys. I love oh, yeah. you. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. But I'm trying to be real. They tend to be fake. 
risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go. And I. But right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now it's time to connect it's an SOS, the death's been sent So now we just wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity